It is indeed a pleasure to have this privilege to play here for you. We, we intend to give you a very fine program, so just settle back, relax, and enjoy the moment. 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 Hello, and welcome back to another special edition of Mic'd Up on OWN Radio. This is your daily COVID-19 news update for Low Country listeners. I'm your host, Mika Gadsden, and it's a stormy Monday morning. It's April 20th. Current time, it's 5.47 a.m. And if you are listening to this broadcast in the 9 o'clock hour on OWN Radio, you may have woken up to news very reminiscent of a week ago. Take a listen to this weather update. What types of threats are we looking at? Well, definitely looking at lightning. You definitely are going to hear thunder. We are mainly looking at wind damage. Wind damage, even though it kind of gets overshadowed by tornado risk, which is there, in fact, a strong tornado risk as well, it could pose some pretty significant damage of wind gusts of excess of 70 miles an hour. We're also going to see quite a bit of rain, but flooding rain doesn't look to be an issue as much here compared to further upstate. So you saw Katie show this off a little bit earlier. I want to do. So again, if you're listening to this broadcast during the 9 a.m. hour, uh, hopefully you are somewhere safe. Hopefully the storm has somewhat passed, um, you know, damaging winds and that tornado alert is a still a threat as of the time of this recording. And so um, I hope everyone is staying safe because it's just complicating things with, you know, businesses closed and schools closed and, um, you know, COVID-19 concerns. I know this is very just, just such a like, not, you know, we, no one has time for a storm ever, but this is such a, like not a good time. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so please be safe out there and watch out for winds and tornado alerts. Have your phone on as well. So you can receive those emergency alerts on your phone. Um, if you can, Okay, I'm going to transition a little awkwardly to the reason why you're probably listening to this uh, broadcast. Um, You're here for a COVID-19 update. A lot of news, a lot of news, a lot of news broke this weekend, but I'm going to keep it simple. Um, I'm just going to let you know what's going on and what our governor issued, what kind of uh, notices and, and news updates did our governor, Henry McMaster, issue this weekend. Take a listen. South Carolina apparently one step closer to reopening businesses and recreational areas in the state. Governor Henry McMaster tweeting yesterday describing a call with the governors of southeastern states about getting people back to work as very productive. The governor's chief of staff apparently going a step further, telling one media outlet the state's beaches and a number of businesses will reopen on Tuesday. At least two. That was WCBD with that report regarding our governor's uh, plans to reopen South Carolina, at least from the retail perspective. Here's a little bit more from another local news outlet regarding businesses and what we can expect. Following weeks of closure after Governor Henry McMaster's executive order this April, the doors of some South Carolina businesses are set to reopen as early as this week. A global pandemic can be felt in small town America. But this week, South Carolina could offer some local business owners relief. As first reported by the Post and Courier in Charleston, Governor McMaster plans to allow certain businesses to reopen by Tuesday. Those businesses could include department stores, flea markets, bookstores, florists, and music shops. The Hilton Head Island of Bluffton... Shout out to ABC News affiliate uh, WJCL for that reporting. Over the weekend, we saw boat, uh, boat landings open up, so... 
I myself live on Wadmalaw, so our Cherry Point boat landing opened up this weekend. And as I was there early in the morning just to check things out, um, early as early as 7 a.m., I saw at least, um, I'm going to say six six uh, folks, six groups of cars, rather, um, out there launching boats around seven. So people are eager to resume life and to, um, you know, to just take advantage of, of the reopenings of certain sectors of government and or public public spaces and, and whatnot. Um, but over the weekend, yesterday, actually, at 5 p.m., uh, a joint statement was issued by the municipalities, uh, the, the elected leadership of um, Edisto Beach, Sullivan's Island, Folly Beach and Isle of Palms, um, and they released a joint statement regarding the reopening of public beach access. Um, so, in a nutshell, they're saying that they're going to remain, they're going to continue to close or keep their beaches closed to the um, to tourists and folks who don't live in that area uh, until they they receive a little bit more assurance until they see certain trends um, trend down. Um, and and the numbers are very important to watch. And I want to transition to the numbers because I think. These local lawmakers, um, who who might, might I add, received a cosign from Congressman Joe Cunningham. So that was a good sign that you know, even if our governor might be more in step or in lockstep with uh, with let's say um, federal government in the White House, it's great to see local leadership emerge with a different voice, with a different perspective. And um, shout out to uh, Congressman Joe Cunningham for for lending his supportive voice to this issue of of restricting access to these spaces, at least to the um, the public who do who do not reside in those in those areas. So until those numbers trend down, a lot of uh, lawmakers nationwide are like, you know, we need to see 14 days of consecutive decline in reported cases and hospitalization and deaths and so on and so forth. So I'm going to go ahead and pivot now and give you a DHEC update so you know exactly where we are. Um, last week, we, we passed a, a couple of thresholds in terms of the count, but just take a listen to where we are in terms of total positive cases of COVID-19. Today, the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control confirming 136 new cases of coronavirus in the state. The total in South Carolina is now 4,377. One additional death has been reported in today's update, meaning 120 pe 20 people excuse me, in the state have died from the novel coronavirus COVID-19. Across the Tri-County area, Charleston County now has 390 cases and three deaths. Berkeley County reporting 132 cases and three deaths. And Dorchester County has 88 cases and one so, death. So as I'm recording this morning's update, um, I, I just stumbled across some additional reporting from the, um, I would say, the York County slash Charlotte area media market regarding uh, our state's reopening. It's just, just a little bit more I want to give you, a little bit more context and good reporting um, from the folks from WCNC. So take a listen to this. A huge talker on our Facebook page right now is South Carolina starting to ease some of the restrictions by reopening access to the beach this week. This comes as the state is reporting more than 4,200 cases of COVID-19. So definitely a conversation worth having right now. Both public beaches and retail stores have been closed in the state for just over two weeks. On Twitter, Governor Henry McMaster said on Saturday that he was having great conversations with fellow Southeastern governors about what 
their plans were. And remember, that was just about one day after he reinstated the public boat ramps and the landings there in the state. So here's what we're expecting from several different senators saying that public access to the beaches in South Carolina are going to be reopening this week with social distancing enforced on those beaches. Representative Clemens saying thank you for listening and taking action on this and also enforcing that social distancing. Also seeing several sources reporting that retail stores down in South Carolina are going to be open as early as Tuesday. So we're talking about furniture, jewelry, clothing stores opening this week as well. We have a live survey up. We want you to go vote on this. Curious to see what your opinion is. I always think it's important to include reporting from not just the low country. Uh, we have so many fine reporters and members of the media here, but it's important for either adjacent media markets. I like to, to incorporate them in the updates as well. Um, it gives a different perspective. Also, I love how WCNC, that reporter, she was polling uh, the public via Facebook and social media. And I think that's a great way to engage, um, you know, get some get some anecdotal, anecdotal um, I guess, information regarding uh, how this coronavirus outbreak is impacting folks. And it's a direct way for folks to weigh in on this discussion, which um anything that that empowers folks in a positive and, and um, you know, relatively safe and positive uh, way. I'm really I'm really all for it. So um, shout out to them uh, for that. And, and it's important for other for us to listen to other media markets that are, again, low country adjacent um, so we can hear a different perspective. Uh, so if it's not national, if we're not making national news, I love to just go to either like Georgia, like neighboring states that that still cover certain portions of South Carolina to get that other perspective. So I thought that was a, a neat update from this morning. Um, I'm going to um, wrap up this update with just some local news. I'm going to encourage you all to please visit um, the city of Charleston's website for additional information from what I've just read on Twitter. Um, the city of Charleston has um, is planning on resuming re regular trash pickup. So I know I mentioned an update last week. Shout out to Vicky for putting that on my radar in terms of trash pickup. Uh, you know, so make sure you head to the Charleston, head to Charleston, either the Twitter page, uh, Facebook or the website for the city of Charleston to uh, see any updates regarding your trash pickup. Um, also, there's a survey. The, the county of Charleston has uh, sent out a survey. I don't know when they sent this out, but um, there is a, a deadline. So today, and I don't know when you guys will be listening to this broadcast, but today, Monday, uh, April 20th by 12 noon, that's the deadline for a survey regarding um, some grant funds that have made its way to the state, to the county, and the county is soliciting opinions and, and encouraging folks to weigh in on what the priorities are. So I'm going to be trying to uh, forward this information to as many folks as I can. So hopefully if you're listening to this update during the 9 a.m. hour, you still have some time to, um, I would say this, check out Holy City Center. Um, yes, I have friend bias as well, but check out uh, Christian's feed and his website because that's how I found out about the county survey. Um, so go um, find either go head to holycitycenter.com or uh, if you can um, check out. I encourage you to check out Christian's um, Twitter feed for updates regarding that survey. I went and filled it out this morning. It was a really um, brief Google Doc where you can list your priorities um, and even add some additional feedback at the bottom of the form. So check that out. I think it's a very important survey. And again, I, I didn't even know about it. I don't, maybe that was on me, but 
I fashion myself as someone who reads the newspaper a lot, but that one just just slipped by me. So hopefully you have time to weigh in. If you live in in the county of Charleston, um, hopefully you can weigh in um, regarding all this money coming to this county and where it should be, where it should be focused, where um, it should be appropriated. So take a listen to that. On that note, I'm going to wrap up a little early today, but thank you for listening. I hope you all are safe from the weather. Hopefully the storm system will kind of like dissipate and just, you know, vanish. And um, we hopefully you all have a safe, healthy uh, day today. Please make sure that you continue to practice social distancing. Continue to wear those masks. Don't feel self-conscious. Wear those masks. Wear gloves if you feel you need to. I know I do. Um, practice social distancing no matter how many restrictions are are lifted our numbers here in South Carolina are continually continuing to go up uh, our case case numbers are going up um, our deaths unfortunately are going up so let that be um, I guess your guide in terms of what how you make decisions regarding how me you and your family should you know resume life or resume your normal routine um, schools are still closed um, there's still uh, limitations on how folks can shop and how many folks can shop at one time. Uh, so please understand that COVID-19 is, is very real no matter how much, how many beaches reopen. Um, COVID-19 is still a real threat. So please stay happy, stay healthy, stay home if you can. Practice social distancing. And uh, yeah, I love y'all for listening. To all my Gullah Geechee folk, y'all, I need y'all to stay black. Take care.